What up, what up, folks? What's going on? Welcome to episode 93 of the Sponsored A Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz. Thank you very much for listening. Episode 93 is a free writing session episode, and its original release date is February 22nd, 2018. In this episode, I share my uh, January 2018 writing stats, a writing tip that I picked up along the way, and then read and reflect on some of my free writing, which is located at spuntrade.com forward slash free writing in case you want to check out these specific pieces or any others. There's tons on there. Again, that's spuntoday.com forward slash free writing. So a new uh, segment, I guess you can call it, that I'm going to be adding to these uh, free writing session episodes. So a quick aside for those of you that are new listeners, I generally have uh, three types of formats for this podcast, which is the free writing episodes, which is what you're the format that you guys are going to listen to now in this one, uh, the random rant episodes, which are just when, you know, exactly what it sounds like. It's a random rant. I speak about different things, whether it be current events, movies, books, writing, anything, TV shows, life experiences and shit like that. And then every once in a while I have um, people on and we just speak about whatever sometimes specific topics sometimes just shoot the shit so something that i decided to add to the free writing session episodes are my writing stats which is something that i i tweet out every month at the end of every month and you can follow me on twitter at spun today and i also post it to my patreon page which you guys can check out there and it's kind of sort of a way for me to, one, you know, track myself, track my own progress in this writing journey that I'm on. I think uh, keeping track helps you kind of gauge where you're at and look back on what you've done. You know, it's basic statistics. Without it, you know, I'm pretty much guessing and... and um. I don't have a way to hold myself accountable and wonder uh, why, you know, I set out to write a book or, or a specific short story or whatever, um, you know, X amount of time ago and it's still not done. You know, why not? This is one tool that I have been using to help keep myself honest with myself on, you know, how much I'm actually writing, how much I'm actually working towards this goal of, you know, creating stories and and worlds and writing books because i feel that i should you know it's like if you go to the gym and you keep track of your workouts and you know what days are leg days and what days you're going to be working on shoulders and back and how many reps you do etc etc and it's been a good tool for me for example towards the End of the year, I didn't meet. In the end of the uh, 2017 calendar year, I had a goal of completing my first novel by the end of 2017. And I just gave myself this arbitrary, you know, by the end of the year, I want to release it because two years before then is when I released in December my uh, first nonfiction book, which is called Make Way For You, Tips For Getting Out Of Your Own Way. And you can check out 
the book on Amazon or wherever you read books, iBooks, etc. Or um, on your Kindles or just go to the landing page for the book, which is spuntoday.com forward slash books. And there you can actually even request a free copy of it if you so choose. But anyway, so I had this goal for writing the my first novel by, you know, in the month of December as well. And I didn't meet that goal. So then I, w- I started, you know, like wondering why, like, I feel like I'm like writing. I know I'm not writing every day. Definitely, definitely not every day. Um, a part-time writer at best. And I know it's not something that I do full-time, you know, I have a full-time job, family, etc. And, um, but I still, I still want to know like why I didn't meet the deadline. You know what I mean? Like what did, did I calculate wrong or or where do I have to, how much do I have to step my game up in order to meet the next goal? Because whatever, you know, goal post I like move it to, I want to meet that deadline. You know, I don't want to like continue moving the goal post and kicking the can down the street to the point that I never write shit. I never complete it. Um, so that something like that would be hard to do without having these stats. So... I look back and I realize that, and I've been keeping the stats since 2015, since January of 2015. And I could see like a sharp decline from, like I compared it year over year. Let me compare 2016. Actually, even I could like the aggregate percentage of days that I wrote versus days that I didn't write. Like I break it down per month. And then I have um, a percentage for the month. So in 2015, and then I have, you know, like the total average for the year. In 2015, I wrote 58.7% of the of the days, which is not too bad, you know, especially for a part-time writer, somebody that doesn't do it full-time. And um, I mean, I get most of my writing done um, nights, weekends, mornings. And on the subway on my way to work. Uh, Close to 60% is, you know, out of 10 days, I wrote six days. I did some form of writing or editing or whatever. That was in 2015. Then 2016, it dropped to 53.5%. So it went down. Then 2017 was actually the lowest with 43.1%. So year over year, I continue to go down. And... And that's something that was important for me to see and realize because I, without having the stats, I wouldn't have been able to internalize that. I would just arbitrarily feel like, you know, I, I'm writing, I'm still writing. It's not like I stopped writing altogether. You know, I, you don't notice like a five to 10 percentage point change year over year. If I continue on that pace, you know, five years from now, I would, I'll be recording a podcast saying, Hey, remember when I used to write? And I don't want that because I like it. I enjoy it. It's still fun. It's not like I don't want to do it. It's just purely poor time management and laziness. And um, it gave me a much, when I did like my little internal year-end review and, you know, looking at these things, it gave me a nice little kick in the ass. And I had um, a pretty strong January 2018 uh, definitely way higher up than the 
percent that I was at for the year for the aggregate of 2017. And um, there were there were months in 2017, man. There's September. I wrote 20 percent of, of the days. October 35 percent. November 30 percent. You know, just dismal, dismal. July 25 percent. And um, you know, it was just a horrible year in terms of like writing stats. But January 2018. And I promise you guys that in the future free writing episodes, I'm not going to like flesh it out this long. <laughs> I just thought it should be something that, you know, since I share anyway on, like I said, on, on Twitter and Patreon and stuff like that, it's, um, it's fitting to be part of the free writing episodes. And I will just, uh, give you the actual fucking stat in the future ones. But for January 2018, I'm at 64.5%, which is pretty good. I wrote 20 days out of 31, which means 11 days I did not write. And so far, I'm happier to say that for February 2018, I'm killing it. And not just because, you know, there's less days in this month, but I think it's going to be a pretty good showing. And I'll keep you guys posted on that. Alrighty, another segment that I have as part of these free writing episodes before I get into the uh, reading and reflecting on my personal writing is a writing tip. This this episode's writing tip comes from the New York book editors, nybookeditors.com. And um, I'll link to this specific PDF. Uh, in the episode notes, in case you guys are interested, which you can find in the episode notes section of wherever you're listening to this, or go to my website at spontaneity.com forward slash podcast forward slash 093 for the episode number, or just go to spontaneity.com and click on the podcast tab. And there you'll find like all the episode notes and a bunch of information of uh, each specific show. So this was a pretty informative and concise pdf that i stumbled upon and it's titled seven types of plot twists and it's interesting you know uh tools mechanisms that you can use within your writing some of which uh you probably already use i know i have uh but this puts a a nice little label on it and it gives you the seven different or seven different types of plot twists along with a sentence or two describing what each type is and i'm going to share it with you guys as a little takeaway some of them have like funky titles or names like like from their original latin or origin or whatever um so bear with me on the pronunciation so the first one is anagnorisis anagnorisis means discovery This type of plot twist is when the protagonist suddenly recognizes something about his or herself or another character. That's number one. Plot twist number two. Dos ex machina is Latin for God out of the machine. So I guess that's where the um, the, uh, title for the movie came from, Ex Machina, which is a really good movie about artificial intelligence and uh this like being this person created 
with AI or from AI or I don't know what the correct terminology would be, but it's a fucking robot with AI in it. So Latin for God out of the machine. Dos ex machina means the introduction of an unexpected event or person that solves the problem. Because it's artificial, it's rarely used in modern fiction. Plot twist number three, false protagonist. The main character is not the true main character. He or she is killed off early or unexpectedly. Plot twist number four, peripatia. Peripatia? Peripatia means a reversal of fortune, typically from good to bad. The opposite of peripatia is eucatastrophe. Yuka consalami. No, let me stop. Eucatastrophe. <laughs> Eucatroph, where things elevate from bad, very bad, to good. Plot twist number five, poetic justice. Poetic justice occurs when a character is rewarded or punished for his or her actions. Poetic justice is often used to deliver sweet payback to a villain. Plot twist number seven, red herring. The red herring plot twist is all about misdirection. The reader is following a false direction, but doesn't realize until it's revealed. And lastly, plot twists number seven. Unreliable narrator. The unreliable narrator is someone who seems believable and trustworthy at first, but after a startling revelation is revealed to be untruthful. And that is your Spontaday tip of the week in this episode. And again, the uh, PDF uh, link for this, which is from nybookeditors.com, will be in the episode notes. All right, so I'm going to share three posts with you guys today, all of which, again, can be found at spontaday.com forward slash free writing. The first one and all of them, by the way, were posted on the actual website on February 11th, 2018. But, you know, I pulled these from my my handwritten, you know, free, freely written notebooks. Uh, so they're all, you know, the origins of them are all like different dates. The first one that I'm going to read is called, Is There an After Consciousness? And I wrote, consciousness, collective or not, seems to be eternal. It feels as if it is. Is that just ego speaking to justify its or my own existence? Or is it valid? Or is it a valid, unbiased point? Does consciousness become aware and awake in the way that we relate to it? but to something that we cannot yet wrap our heads around. The moment your consciousness continues and you no longer do, does it recall all past existence or just your own? Can you continue to move toward an existence that stems from how you were or are you, or is it rather, just something completely different and currently unfathomable? There seems to be a fluidity to it, an ongoing, carefree, infinite tone to it all. And everything's going to be all right 
type of vibe. And why not? When infinity is your timeline, right? My question is, is there an after consciousness? And I wrote that on Wednesday, October 16th, 2013 at 12, 12 a.m. All right, so first off, there's a lot of heady, ethereal, esoteric type shit in this piece. And I like, I like it. I liked it. Or parts of it. There's some parts I wasn't too crazy about looking back on it now. So some food for thought is the sentence that says, does consciousness become aware and awake in the way that we relate to it? but to something else that we cannot yet wrap our heads around. So it's like, if, you know, obviously nobody knows what happens when we pass away. If there is something else, if there, let's call it a spirit, our spirit leaves our body and our bodies, you know, cease to exist and deteriorate and, we're donezo at least our meat bodies are but if our spirit let's say for lack of a better word leaves our body and becomes one with a collective consciousness the way that we right now as people right as meat vehicle having creatures the way that we're aware the way that we're conscious once that dies and we're no longer conscious in that same way does whatever continues become conscious of something above it whether it be a collective consciousness or or to something that we just cannot yet wrap our heads around, like I wrote there. And I've always found that interesting. I mean, I know it's not not a like a unique thought or anything, but I feel like if there is something else, right? If you know, we die and we simultaneously awaken somewhere else and or to something else, and it's like holy shit, what a ride that was, and we're in some otherworldly state we may technically just be where we're at now in terms of like a mind space because then i feel like immediately the next thought is just going to be the same thought that we had before like what's next like what's after this place now is it just like a constant ripple that you know you keep waking up to place after place after place after you die from place after place after place or like those you know like those squares within a square within a square within a square within a square that it's just you know you just keeps going who knows anyway that's what that line makes me think of and the next line immediately after that i find interesting too it's like if there is let's say there is a collective consciousness do you does it rather remember you know everybody's experience of everything collectively 
or just you know the do you just remember from that of which you came do you just remember your own life as a person but you kind of join in this harmonious afterlife oneness where everyone has individual singular experiences everyone everything you know animals are probably there too who knows uh let's see uh can you continue to move toward an existence that stems from how you were or are you or is it rather completely different than fellow i didn't really like that next few lines um honestly i don't even know what the fuck i meant by those next couple lines i do like the end though i do like the there seems to be a fluidity to it because i do believe that i still believe that rather an ongoing carefree infinite tone to it all i like the way that's just like the way it's worded an ongoing carefree infinite tone to it all and everything's going to be all right type of vibe and why not when infinity is your timeline i like that i like the way that like wrapped up there and it's true it's like how much more carefree can you get when you're under the realization that everything is infinite you know we stress ourselves out over time and and not having enough time to spend with family and friends and not or not making enough time rather and not having enough time to you know watch certain things that you want to watch or or take up certain hobbies that you want to take up or time to write more and actually meet your self-imposed deadlines for novel and other writing goals um but if there is some form of collective consciousness then it would make sense that there is like kind of like this carefree vibe that's anchored in the fact that you have an infinite amount of time to do everything and anything in infinite amount of times there's no rat race no sickness no scheming no bullshit no missing those that are gone and that you'll never see again it all becomes infinite all right that's all i gotta say about that one the next one i'm reading is titled elevate yourself and i wrote make the next one better the next everything whatever next is or will be make it better from the most menial task to an intricate more elaborate plan whatever you're doing now whatever you're in front of do it better than the last time you did that particular thing examples cutting your toenails reading this book writing a story watching a movie washing your hands typing driving running thinking etc you get the idea anything and everything is something that is or can be enhanced so do it better improve this is how you elevate yourself you know that feeling you get when moments after you've spoken to someone usually in passing but not necessarily and you think of the quote perfect thing you should have said less of that 
more new and improved versions of you on every level, on a microbial level, even cultural flora ecosystem type of level, making up a collectively enhanced version of you. And I wrote that on Saturday, January 25th, 2014 at 1222 AM. And I think this entire thing is very clearly just speaking to making yourself better, but it kind of gives a demystifying blueprint of how to go about doing that by literally breaking shit down into whatever it is you do, making your bed, waking up in the morning, making coffee, cooking, any like what you physically do, whatever the fuck you're doing right now, listening to this, like do that better like right now matter of fact let me take my own advice i'm recording the podcast and i am here slouching on my chair and i could be doing this better by having better posture and not just lounging and project my voice better i think it's important to approach things in this way in this that's why it's um similar to my tagline at the end of every episode, which is substitute the mysticism with hard work. And it's, you know, this, you know, demystifying things like elevate yourself. You hear that and you're like, how, where do I start? Like, what do I do? In my opinion, breaks it down to the basics. And uh, beyond that, I, I don't, uh, Nothing else really stands out too much about this. Oh, the this piece is actually an excerpt from that book that I mentioned a little while ago, which is uh, my first nonfiction book, which is pretty much a collection of pieces like this from my free writing. Uh, I took out what I thought at the time, at least, were some of like my, I don't want to say my best pieces, but certain pieces that, that I liked that I wanted to share. And, um, this is one of them. That's why, you know, in the examples that I said of, you know, menial tasks that you can improve on, like cutting your toenails, it also says reading this book. Then it goes on to say writing a story, et cetera, et cetera. That weird line at the end, which is new and improved versions of you on every level, on a microbial level, cultural, flora, ecosystem type of level is just playing to it's just an odd approach by myself <laughs> to you know trying to sound clever i guess but basically saying just break shit down to some type of foundation some type of digestible level and i chose the uh biology slant i guess with that um that analogy all right, that's all I got on that one. And last but not least, the last one that I'm going to read is called or titled Spark Their Versions of. The realization of a passion in a moment of time, a snippet of existence, is what it's all about. Endorphins exuding out of your being. Wow, that sounds that sounds a bit over the top. <laughs> 
positive and imperishable vibes, breaking down obstacles, seeking out every ounce of doubt within every nook and cranny of yourself, while simultaneously extinguishing any doubts expressed toward you. It's your moment and yours alone, shareable with no other, although experienceable, experienceable, not sure if that's a word, experienceable by many. They can't feel what you feel within your moment. It's a level of untransferable elation that no amount of empathy could ever encapsulate. Realize your passions and experience them with those that you hold close to your heart. They may not feel exactly what you feel, but it will spark their versions of. And I wrote that on Saturday, March 8th, 2014 at 3 p.m. And I, I don't even know why I posted this piece on the website. And I think I actually put this in the book, in my book. Um, But whatever, I guess it worked for me at the time or maybe it'll still work for some of you guys so whatever it is what it is but looking back on it now i honestly i don't like i can't even follow like myself like most of what i'm saying i think i try to get too too something i don't even know what the word is too it just sounds kind of obnoxious and and like i'm not saying shit at the same time which is a bad combination at least if you're obnoxious and you're actually saying something of of sub of substance, you kind of get away with that. Um, the only thing I can honestly say that is a takeaway from this piece for me right now. And like I've said in the past, you know, writing like any type of art or form of art, you know, maybe somebody read this and love it or maybe we'll all fucking hate it collectively. Which will mean that it uh, sparked some type of bonding. And maybe that's its purpose. But, um, no, you know, maybe somebody could read this and get something more from it than I'm getting now uh, from it. And, you know, people's opinions and thoughts and needs and, and perception palettes change over time. So if you like it, you know, great, good for you. And... You know, what I'm just saying now is just my opinion of this. And, you know, once something, even though I wrote it, once something is created, it's out there. It's like no longer yours. It's it's from you, but it's not of you anymore, if that makes sense. It's from you and then mixed and intertwined with other people's perceptions and how, you know, their their takes and slants on it. Um but back to what I was going to say that I actually like about this piece is the last couple sentences where it says, realize your passions and experience them with those that you hold close to your heart. They may not feel exactly what you feel, but it will spark their versions of. And I appreciate like the inclusivity of that, of sharing things that, you know, your, your interests and hobbies and and goals and dreams and stuff like that with uh, those that are close to you because it kind of breaks down the walls that some of us put up myself included and allows us to be vulnerable with each other and share certain things and um it can excite other people 
and make them realize that it's okay to be into whatever the fuck it is that that you're into. Like, hey, this guy likes fucking free writing and then reading it out into a microphone and putting it out in the internet for all of us to listen to. So my drawings of fucking Arnia don't seem that weird anymore. You know what I mean? Like anything that helps someone realize that their truth or their desires are okay, it's cool, it's fine, is well worth it. So that last sentence kind of speaks to that type of inclusivity. Then there's this other line there in the middle that just stood out to me now, which says that they can't feel what you feel within your moment. It's a level of untransferable elation that no amount of empathy could ever encapsulate, which I feel it's kind of true. And it's not that people can't necessarily feel whatever you feel, but it's that we, we can't know for sure what another person's feeling. And if their description of what they're feeling equals our interpretation of their description of what they're feeling and even further what i internalize as that feeling is the actual feeling the same for you you know what i mean it's like how do you know that what i taste when i eat a burger that i enjoy is is what you taste when you eat that same burger that you enjoy you know we have different taste buds Maybe it tastes completely different. Maybe they both taste good, but completely different. It's like that, but on an emotional level. Emotional taste buds, if you will. Anyway, let's close on that. Emotional taste buds. Stay tuned and listen to some tunes. And also, uh, check out different ways you can help support the podcast. Appreciate you guys taking the time out to check out this episode, episode 93 of the Spun Today podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Tony Ortiz. And there's a bunch of different ways that you guys can help support by rating and reviewing or buying Spun Today merch, shopping on Amazon, becoming a Patreon supporter, etc., etc. I explain all that shit a little bit later on. But for now, I definitely uh, bid the farewell. And uh, definitely, definitely check out some of my writing, whether it be my free writing at sponsor.com forward slash free writing or some of my short stories at sponsor.com forward slash short stories. And photography too, sponsor.com forward slash photography. Check out some of my pics. Peace, folks. Peace. Let's dance for a while. Heaven can wait. We're only watching the skies. Hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. Are you going to drop the bomb or not? Let us die young or let us live forever We don't have the power but we never say never Sitting in a sand pit, life is a short trip The music's for the sad man So we living life like a video. With a 
sun is always out and you never get old and the champagne's always cold and the music's always Would you like to receive a short email from me once a week? You know that feeling you have on a Monday at work when you have absolutely nothing to look forward to except for lunch? Have no fear, the Midday Monday Boost Letter is here. In this short weekly newsletter, you will receive five things. One is a photograph of the week from a photographer, a podcast of the week. I listen to tons of podcasts, dozens and dozens of podcasts, hundreds of episodes, and I cherry pick the best ones and I share them with you here. You'll also receive a video of the week, which could be anything from a rap battle to a TED talk. You receive a quote of the week, something to let marinate in your mind, and a word of the week so that you and I can both step up our vocab. So if any of that sounds of interest to you, check it out. Check out the subscribe page at spuntray.com forward slash subscribe. Drop in your email address and you'll receive the very next one. For any writers or creatives out there, I have a questionnaire. It's a five question questionnaire that anyone is free to fill out. It's located at spuntray.com forward slash questionnaire. And what it is, is five open-ended questions related to your craft. It's things like what inspires you to write or create whenever you don't feel the inspiration to do so. What are your favorite apps or tools or tricks to trick yourself into getting into the mind state of actually creating? What inspires you, etc., etc., stuff like that. And what I do with your responses is share them on a future episode of the podcast. Now you can choose to remain anonymous if you choose to. You have that option right there when you fill out the questionnaire. And if you do not choose to remain anonymous, I give you a shout out on the podcast and promote for free whatever it is that you have going on. So I appreciate you in advance for sharing that with me as well as the rest of the listeners of the Sponsor Day podcast, which would stand to gain from you filling out the questionnaire. Now you can help support the podcast in a myriad of ways. One way which does not cost you anything and is most popular within the podcasting community is by shopping on Amazon using my affiliate links banner. So the way that works is you go to sponsored.com forward slash affiliate links or just click on the affiliate links tab at the top center of the page. And there you will see a banner for Amazon. You literally just click on that and it takes you to Amazon's website where you do your shopping like you normally do. It does not cost you anything extra, but Amazon will give me a kickback just for driving traffic to their website. So that would be a big help. It literally costs you nothing extra financially, just costs you a couple of extra clicks of your mouse before you do your Amazon shopping. The iTunes banner that's on that same page works the same way. So if you're purchasing music or movies or whatever it is on iTunes, feel free to go through my affiliate link portal there as well if you want to make a one-time paypal donation feel free to do so there's a paypal donation button on there as well within that same tab you'll also find a link to the spun today viral style store now the viral style store is a store where you can get spun today merch whether it's a coffee mug or a t-shirt that i personally designed and spoiler alert i'm no I'm no Ralph Lauren or, you know, whoever designs Gucci stuff, <laughs> but I did create the design of those shirts myself. I have a couple t-shirts on there. One that says, for example, right need every day, which is a playoff of 
Snoop, Dre, and Nate Dogs smoke weed every day. So it's right need every day with like a puff cloud of smoke behind it. I have a podcast verse everybody t-shirt and uh, just stuff like that. So check it out. The link to the viral style store is also there. You can also help support the podcast on a reoccurring basis if you become a Patreon supporter. Now, Patreon is pretty cool. And it, there's a little um, video explanation of what it is and how it works. But I'll try to do my best to summarize it here. Basically, you sign on to Patreon, which is a free service for your account. And you can support not just myself, but any other uh, podcasters or creatives that also have Patreon pages. And you can choose to, for example, donate a dollar to them on a per episode basis. So the Sponsor Podcast has two uh, episodes a month. So if you donate a dollar to it, it'll be two dollars a month, basically. And you set it up and it just happens automatically on a reoccurring basis. There are zero fees. You can cancel at any time. No hassle, no bullshit. And it's uh, it's a cool way to help support and is much appreciated. And also, it's not just like a, for example, uh, a PayPal donation, which is just that. But through Patreon, it allows the creator, in this case being myself, to set up a reward system, if you will. So... If you donate a dollar per episode, you are considered a tier one supporter. If you donate three dollars per episode, you are a second tier supporter, etc., etc. And it goes up to four tiers, and each tier gets different things. Like uh, tier one gets a free spontaneous bookmark and a shout out on the podcast. Tier three gets a uh, gets those two things from tier one as well as. A free writing piece that's not posted on on my website or available to anyone else etc etc so check that out if you will and uh, visit my patreon page at patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash spun today another great amazing way to help support the podcast is to rate and review it this costs you absolutely nothing whether you listen on itunes on stitcher on TuneIn on iHeartRadio, on Pocket Casts, on Overcast, on Player FM, on Google Play, on YouTube, on Tumblr, or if you listen on Podbay or any other of your favorite podcast apps. Please rate and review the episode. It really is the number one way to help the show gain traction, gain exposure. You know, you could also share it with friends or family and tell them, yo, check out what this idiot is saying. Some of it is actually pretty good. Or it all fucking sucks and you should listen and laugh. But as long as you're listening, <laughs> it would be much appreciated. So rate and review the podcast wherever it is that you listen. Follow me on Twitter or on Instagram at Spun Today. Like the Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Spun Today. Subscribe to my YouTube page as well. All podcast episodes are available on YouTube as well as clipped versions for example with the random rant episodes you know i speak about a bunch of different topics instead of having the full episode alone which is also available on youtube but you also have snippets of the different topics broken up into more digestible chunks so check that out you can also support by checking out my book make way for you tips for getting out of your own way it's a quick short read if you're looking for some inspiration and motivation 
and you can find out more about it at spuntray.com forward slash books. There you'll find a video of me telling you all how the book came to fruition, as well as a couple of audio excerpts. If you're interested, you can purchase it wherever books are sold, Kindle, iBooks, Kobo, in ebook or paperback format, which you can find on Amazon. Also, for being a sponsored Today listener, I can also send you a free copy. Right there on that same landing page at sponsoraycom forward slash books, drop in your email address at the bottom of the page, and I'll shoot you over a copy in the format of your choice. And that's all I got, folks. Thanks again for checking out this episode. And as always, substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening.